All right. I want to throw up on all of you. <laughs> Welcome to Bonehead. <laughs> now, in what way, Chad? Let I mean, me, I've been watching. I Frazier. want to get like a bowl of corn tuna tuna. Sorry, Glenn. I'm not going to say fish because <laughs> we're not because in Australia they don't say tuna fish. They just say tuna. And just like but, every wait. and even and and for Joe, his favorite food beans. And Which some mustard, are, and just um, wolf that all down, and then just projectile vomit that onto you all. Now, now, but I'm I'm saying what I meant, Chad, was in what way? Like, are you doing it out of is this is this some sort of revulsion or or disgust with us? Revolting it, would be accurate. Or or is this? <laughs> yeah, some it's revolting sort of, from uh, my bow. From your bow. That's, 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 dude, that's way. <laughs> You should Does be your bowels come out of be... your mouth? I don't think that's that's <laughs> called diarrhea. Uh, that, that, that being said, isn't that where that, it all comes from? Isn't oh, please, shit. Last week, said, and then no, last no, week we started comes... out with a belch. Now that being said, I'm on that a roll. Said uh, Chad, my other question though, or is this some sort of fetish thing? Because I I'm, oh, if Joe I'm wants not, to keep it going, I'm not one to judge. I I'm not one to judge you your. Uh, well, it's already been done. To, to quote a hero of me, mine, I'm not one to judge your proclivities, but whatever they may be, I, I want to support you on your journey. I don't. I don't oh, God, <laughs> that damn harmonica. <laughs> uh, you, uh, you mock me now, but when they when they call for me to a all harmonica band, you'll be like, oh, I didn't know there was all harmonica band. I'll be like, I don't know either, but if they pay, I'll be there. They call me Mr. Rich. <laughs> all right so what's our topic this week gentlemen we are doing an episode dedicated to so maybe maybe worst you... foods to vomit up ranch good night everybody so uh, we're doing I... an episode dedicated to the idea that maybe you are thinking about gift giving this time of year as we do approach times when people tend to give gifts after you and... spent you know your holidays with your 25 person thanksgiving and went out on black friday Hopefully not. So hopefully, hopefully not. though, this this will give you a chance. We thought, why don't we do some gifts we would like to receive? And this kind of sets your tone for if you've got geeky, nerdy people in your life, you can think about some of what we say and then hopefully buy them better stuff than what we recommend. Though this is a list of stuff that, I'll be honest, I curated this list. I had the guys send me their list. And it's a pretty good list. I think we've come up with some stuff. So whether you're willing to spend about 10 bucks. Or up to about forty-five thousand dollars. We've got you covered with our uh, bonehead recommendation. I was, you know, I'm going to say I don't one, have a forty-five thousand dollar item. Yeah, there was one I was going to put on here, guys. And I, for one thing, I couldn't find it actually online to buy. And then at the same time, I'm like, it's too big. What would I do with it? So I'm just like, I passed it. And I was, it was like, the Ark of the Covenant, wasn't it? No, well, not the prop either. He wants the real. My face deal. already looks like it's melting off. I don't need an actual prop to do and for, that. And for you guys watching YouTube, uh, yeah, this is a PowerPoint presentation. For you guys listening, we'll try to try to give it. you. We'll try to describe it, and give you some details, and go over all that. Yeah. So, James, do you want to go? So we don't know the order of these. We sent these to James. We all don't know our list or whatnot. I'm assuming mine are different than Chad's. That are different than James. James, is that correct? Yeah, and and, and to be honest, I put this together while being drunk on Panda Mystery. And that being said, that uh, no. does somebody want? Panda mystery? Somebody, Joe, Joe, do you get that reference? No, I was just going to ignore it like I did the first 10 minutes of the show. <laughs> James, Panda mystery? It's, it's, Is it's that licking of... a panda's butthole? 
No, that's no, no mystery. That's no, delicious. it's a well-known fact. Pandas are full of mystery. They're they've got a black and white coat. What type of camouflage is that? They had that in Oreo factories. Look it up. And I imagine if you licked your butthole, you get a lot of splinters because you know the bamboo. I don't think. Are you, you still anything. talking about pandas? I don't think you know anything about band <laughs> panda bandas? digestive tracts or bandas for that matter or banthas. You know nothing about banthas. There, I said it. I regret nothing. It has been proven that pandas eat bamboo and human misery. <laughs> there oh, is James, your script is showing on the screen. No, that's that's intentional. I, I put this on there so I remember to say. So if we'd had just one wish had, this holiday season, oh Jesus, I don't know wish this for is all going. the children of the world to know peace. But if we had oh, two wishes God. this holiday season, it would be for a thousand people to subscribe to Bonehead Weekly on YouTube. Does it Only have to be YouTube? If we want to monetize, yes. If we would like well, to not keep doing this out of pocket, I would yes. prefer they'd still do it on, uh, at least do it on this in SoundCloud. Well, yeah, yeah, but we need YouTube. So we uh, YouTube, once we get to a thousand. Because most of our listeners literally just listen. I know, I know. But if they listen, it would also help if they just took five minutes to do it on YouTube too. Set up an I account agree. like us. It, it, once we hit a certain amount, we do get a small percentage of the commercial. And if we had three holiday wishes, it would be for a sponsor. Sir, the thousands, and then time permitted the children thing. That's all I wanted to do with this slide. Thank you, this Steve is, Martin. He definitely wants a sponsor. I definitely want a sponsor. That would be really cool. So, so th- we're going to start with <laughs> Joe's first pick. Jesus and if you, so this is if you need to know to what to buy for Joe, other than the money to flee to countries uh, for his alleged tr- crime. Allegedly. So, Joe, you want to talk about your first pick there? Oh my God! First of all, on the right, I see Nakatomi Plaza. Yeah. Right. That's yeah, I don't. I don't know, dude. It was a. It was th- some of this may be stock footage. I ain't gonna lie to you. It looks kind of like it. Maybe it's not. Okay. It's not because Nakatomi didn't have two. Uh, almost. It doesn't two. have two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, so anybody who knows. So, me Joe, that- can I tell you how many years I've looked for this for Christmas for you? <laughs> yeah, it's. Expensive. Would you like to tell the listeners what it is? Well, I'd oh. love to. I'd love to. So. I'm a huge so John pandas buttholes. <laughs> I'm a huge by the crate, you say. So when I was trying to find the rib job special for Chad for this Christmas, Ooh. I thought only panda ribs will do. <laughs> anyway, back to our listeners or watchers. I'm a huge John Carpenter fan. My favorite John Carpenter films, the thing. Soda Toys did a great uh, diorama, if you will, of McCready with a shotgun about to shoot the dog monsters and the dog transformation. I'm assuming most in our li- most of our viewers, listeners, know what I'm talking about. It's actually kind of hard to find. They didn't do a ton of them for some no. odd reason. It's uh, There's going to be another one of these coming up, Chad, later that you're going to be, yeah, Joe would really like to have that too. Yeah. Um, this is on eBay. James, I think this is going for like 300 bucks, wasn't it? Yeah. It's, it's not it's, more in some it's cases. It's fucking crazy. It, but it's it's a wonderful toy. I love it. I, I could, obviously could never take it out of the box, but that's exactly what it is. It's the thing McCready and Kennel box set. Because so, that's, um, that's what you want to play with, by the way, on Christmas morning. Yeah. <laughs> Especially during a pandemic when the thing is about kind of a pandemic and the beginning of the end. The thing is about the beginning of the end. So, uh, you know, to give a, to give us a, a personal story, because I am I have not joking. It's been years where I've tried to get this for Joe years every year, try to get this for Joe. And one year I came so close. Um, I'd been watching it on eBay like a hawk and there was one on there and it was like uh, it was one of those ones that goes for 26 days. Yeah. 
and I watched it for, for 26 days and it was stuck at $15. That's a hell of a price. And I'm like, I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this. And as the, the clock ticked, I'm like, I'm going to get this. Can I finish your story? It went for $16.50. He said, fuck that fat bastard. <laughs> You're close. $15.25. So, you know, I put my bid in and the timer went and it said, sorry, you didn't win this. I'm like, what the hell happened? And then I went to the end bid. It was seven. No, it wasn't seven. It was 400 something dollars. Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah. I think and this I'm one just right like, here was who the, the hell spent $400 which, on this. Which soda toys stands for state of the art toys. I didn't know mm-hmm. if anybody knew that. No, but I didn't know that. A lot I didn't of know it times, either. a lot of times people think about, cause there were other action figures made on the thing. Most people think about like McFarlane toys and yeah. things like that. I have two of the soda, McFarlane's over here on my wall. Yeah, Soda Toys uh, is now known for they make a lot of the Street Fighter action figures dedicated to the video games and stuff yeah. like that. And they have a, a a Lovecraft line, I think. But you don't hear a lot about Soda Toys outside kind of a a niche market. So I I I, I was. I saw this and I was like, "Oh, Soda Toys." I don't hear a lot out of them outside of video games. Yeah, I maybe don't. I, maybe thank I live you for get. I did not know that. I did not. It's just one of those things that I was trying. I, I I rushed doing this this morning of trying to get everything done for the holiday weekend, and I just thought, "Yeah, that 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 looked real cool on Joe Chef, so he could listen to his three year old go too scary, <laughs> <laughs> too scary." I'm too young for this. All right. <laughs> All right, so so we'll move on to Chad's first pick. So I do. You, I, I want. I'll go ahead, and then before you uh, click if, over, if, if you want to think about what to buy for Chad, and, and then again, if you're watching this, you've already seen this on the slide. But I'm gonna say, it. other than you can always buy Chad uh, stock in Old Spice. Most people don't know this, but Chad actually drinks Old Spice, and he has the best breath in town. Honestly, oh, and just real quick, it all the time. If you're gonna spend four or five hundred dollars on a present for us because you're a huge fan of Bonehead Weekly, we would appreciate that cash. Just yeah, give yeah. us that cash. Yeah. I'll go ahead and pay for that SoundCloud <laughs> for the next couple of years, and that'd be $15 less a month coming out of my account. So you, cash, cash, if you don't Yeah, mind. yeah, no, no. But we're doing this actually, again, just to inspire you to think about it as you think about what you can get people for gifts. We are going with some random high-ticket stuff, some obscure stuff, but you're also going to see some stuff that may actually inspire you yeah, to think about Yeah, some stuff. I, I'm, some of but, mine, a half of mine, two-thirds of mine are 30 bucks or oh, less. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's, it's a way to think about what's out there. So if, again, so you can get the horror fans, the sci-fi fans in your life some gifts. Anyway, here's Chad's first pick. Well, and don't, don't switch take... it over. Oh, because... oh, no, I screwed it up. Uh, it's okay. Go back. Uh, no, but I want to say that you break my heart. It's brute. Listen, I know you're <laughs> Back brute. to the Old Spice <laughs> joke that didn't land in the first yeah, place. No. That's what um, he's referring to. Dude, no, so I this actually... Needed, I needed filler for this so I could yeah. get this to work. And I want to say... This that... shit crowd does never, does never, does never need no filler. This is, this is close to my nothing. first... So this is close to my first pick. Um, I actually put them in the wrong order when I after I sent it. And I said, "I'll oh, screw it." So this technically isn't my first pick. It would have been my second pick, but we're going to go this route anyway. So let's pretend this is my first pick. So yes, uh, NECA. Um, a, c- a couple of years ago, it's what he does in the back seat with the panda. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> they so went NECA. NECA. Uh, NECA a couple of years ago released one fourth scale uh, replicas of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the movie character and Donatello is my favorite Ninja Turtle. And this action figure is amazingly cool and detailed. And uh, I remember being in a uh, Western Kentucky, a uh, Paducah 
uh, to be specific. And I was at the Toys R Us there and I walked in and I saw it and it took every, all, every fiber of my being to just put my wallet away. Cause it's too damn expensive. It's 150 bucks for an action figure. Um, but they are very, they're, they are so tall and a mate. And just, if you, if you're looking at it on YouTube, the, the articulation is astounding. Um, best thing Corey Feldman ever did. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it is one quarter scale. It's, it's over a foot tall. It's, it's, uh, six, oh, almost 17 16 inches, inches, inches tall, right? yeah. 16 inches. Um, yeah. By the way, uh, I did it for state of the art to- uh, state of the art uh, toys. Does anybody know what NECA stands for? No, no. National Entertainment Collectibles Association. How do and, you and know that? I never. Knew uh, that. I don't have uh, friends or a lot. <laughs> you have friends. I don't actually can't support <laughs> what he just said. I, I, but, I no, no. For the uh, first time, uh, I told a lie on the show. Uh, no, I, I guess, and I guess a history of NECA, and I may be getting this wrong, but I think it was a lot of small toy companies that banded together to help them get licenses. Mm. And that's why it's the uh, National uh, Entertainment Collectibles Association. But because, yeah, and uh, with this one, so I'm a huge Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fan. I have been since I was a kid, and this movie came out, and I was in awe of it. And what's even cooler about this one is they have this, you can actually take off pieces of them and put in other pieces to display different actions, even though would it ever come out of the box? This is one of those, it would be hard for me not to. <laughs> See, <laughs> why is it okay would... if you do that with a toy, but you try to do that with uh, animals or another human being and they're like, oh, we're going to call the law. They get all <laughs> up in arms. <laughs> I got a quick question though. Yeah, It's, it's a cool looking toy. Uh, why is Donatello your favorite? He just always has been. I just always loved the, that he was the smart when he made the he made the inventions, and even in that movie, I just love his. Uh, I particularly love him and Casey Jones' interactions with one another. I yeah. haven't seen this movie. In, I, I was thinking about showing it to my kid, but I don't even know where it's streaming at. I HBO Max. Okay, I actually haven't. That makes sense because I own New Line. Yeah, I haven't seen this movie in more than probably twenty years. I, I he, can't. I can't remember the last time I saw it. Yeah, it's and honestly, for me, it still holds up. I mean, there are parts. I'd imagine where it, it does. I mean, uh, you could tell that it's their budget. They didn't have time, and those days they didn't really. The story moves really fast, mm-hmm. and you're like, how did you have to have like? You could go well. How did they get from here to here so quickly? It's it's it, but you know, it's it's a kids movie that is dark as hell. Um, yeah. And honestly, it's only one of two good Ninja Turtle movies that exist. So, um, What's the second one? The 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 TMNT the the computer animated one. Okay. Oh, by the way, Chad, real quick, Donatello, because Donatello, uh, I mean, Michelangelo was always a fun one, but I always liked Donatello as well. I think my obsession with Donatello is the same as my obsession with Egon, and my obsession with Scotty from Star Trek. It's it's the 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 cool tech people and the smart ones, and and everybody else is just me. That's yeah. sorry. I just wanted to chime in because that's always been like. You know, it's 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 the technology and stuff like that. Even though I can't figure out how the microwave works, even though I, yeah, and this is one thing me and James have in common. So yeah, it's always been Donatello and Egon for me as well. So, um, but yeah, just I've always loved Donatello. So that's my that's my first pick. Technically, my second. I didn't even think about putting mine when I sent them to him in that list and the actual picks of what I wanted the most. Dude, I just literally I just went down that, the that's, list. That's good. No, it's I, I like this. This is good. James's first pick. I'm going to read this because James uh, has been talking. Sure. Know Please. what to buy for someone like James? 
other than a mask to hide his face so the children do not live in fear. That's what James wrote. Could you do but, that one more time? Yeah, and with, with, yeah, not so choppy of articulate. What is that? What, what were you doing there? That's not even a good, you weren't doing, you weren't doing a, a well, all right. Do you want walking? me to be more upbeat? No one to buy for someone like James, other than a mask to hide his face so the children do not live in fear. God, I wish I worked with people that had a background in broadcasting. That would make this. Show oh, that, much that, that, that made it so much better. All right. What is wait, this, James? Wait. This is an actual Ghostbusters Oxford shirt that you can buy right now. Actually, right now for Black Friday, they're on sale. This won't come out in time, so there's people are hosts. But if you do something else, they make Oxford shirts like dress shirts, except they make really geeky ones. They have one that's, uh, you know, the famous Macho Man, Randy Savage, where he has uh, the boa and all that stuff. Yeah, they've got one with little ones of those all over the place. Which one would I want? Of course, it would be the Ghostbusters one. Now they have other Ghostbusters ones with Stay Puffed all over them and things like that. I wanted to talk about this Ghostbuster Oxford shirt because it does come. You can be whichever one you want to be. It has a little Velcro. You Velcro on whichever one you want that day. But this is an actual Oxford shirt. Uh, they've got tons of other ones, but How I wanted to this? go with this one. Yeah. How much is this, James? Uh, it is normally um, about sixty bucks in my okay. size. Okay. Uh, it is Black Friday. It's about twenty eight right now. I think. Oh, it's I, not bad. It's fifty. I, oh, I, I, you mean extra small? Yeah, dainty. Um, <laughs> is it for his penis? Petite. No, no, that would. Be, <laughs> I can't even make that joke. Um, <laughs> but this is uh, uh, this is I. So if you've never heard of Roosevelt's, and I hadn't, but then about six months James, ago, James, Joe, somebody, have you heard of Roosevelt's? I haven't heard of any of this shit. Yeah, you okay. would like it because you can actually. What are one. these teenage people who are turtle ninjas? Uh, you you would actually like them as well, Chad. You should check them out because they actually have ones with little Teddy Roosevelt's all over them too, like a Hawaiian shirt with little Teddy, and one is him in a Santa hat, and this. So if you've never goofed off, it's RSVLTS. I don't know why they didn't use it, but the, the full company name is the Roosevelt's. But the, they're just a, a shirt company, and they make these kind of interesting, weird shirts. Oh, I like um, the Oh My Gozer Knuffle yeah. Flex short sleeve shirt. Yeah, so I wanted to uh, – um, sorry, I just got a thing reminding me I need to restart my computer. I'm glad I did that in the middle of this. But if you've never heard of Roosevelt's, because I think it flew under a lot of people's radar. They have wrestling shirts. They have, And they do have, like, T-shirts and stuff. But I have to give them credit for the, the Oxford shirts because I think they're cool. I think it's, you know, it, it's – nothing says, yeah, I've got a button-up that I can wear a tie with. But also it's got, you know, Yodas and crap all over it. So I'm, anyway. I'm actually going to call bullshit. They don't go up to six X. What a bunch of like, this is for skinny people. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Joe. I just thought it was cool. I think it's a it's a it's an interesting thing. So if you do want somebody, where's the seven X shirts? Um, <laughs> I want to. Is it? Can I make a Craig Dennis joke? Go to Lexington tent nodding. <laughs> put um, go to Lexington tent nodding and put some Yodas and shit on it. <laughs> But anyway, so that was that. This is just a simple gift that I thought, hey, you can actually get this relatively well priced. They'll have some sales, I'm sure, after Black Friday as well, heading through the holidays. Yeah, I mean, if you're a loser. So uh, again, that was just going to be my pick of a simple one that I actually saw, and I was like, oh, that's that would be a cool gift you could give somebody. 
So the Ghostbuster Oxford, there's other ones there. Check out the Roosevelt's um, website because they do, uh, as the guys are doing right now. Yeah, I, I totally yeah, got off um, the show. But they don't, I swear to God, and I was joking about 6X condom. I am a fat bastard, but I was looking at my size and they don't have, this is another thing that kills me. It's limited in my size for the different, doesn't have as many. Do you know what I'm talking about? I I always, and this kills me at conventions too. I see all the fat people. It's like, where is your, well, we don't have any of those. Really? Have you looked around at the people coming to these shows? You know. And actually, real quick, Joe, to that point as well, you know, the other thing that I don't get why they don't have is, um, and not the Roosevelt's per se, uh, but a lot of the convention shows, like everything, nobody goes tall. Nobody no. goes, it, it's the same thing. Like if you need a, yep. you need a 2 You have to buy the size or two bigger because right, yeah. it'll be too short. Yeah. No, yeah, you and yeah. I've had I'm, that problem before. I'm not uh, overly long torso, I don't think, but then I occasionally will buy a shirt and be like, yeah, it fits everywhere else, but I just need another. Uh... Let me go ahead and say this and set myself up to be ridiculed. I just need another inch or two, you know, just a little, little I do like too. gap. I do too. I so. understand. Dad, you got anything? No, no, I'm, yeah, no. This is, that, that is a unique looking shirt. Okay. <laughs> All uh, right. We'll go, to, uh, we'll go to Joe's second pick. Um, <laughs> I made a new Coke joke here for those watching, but I'll just move on. No, go ahead. Read it. They're brilliant. All right. No, so they, they were space little. So back to movie maniac. I, I have a lot of the movie maniacs. I was probably when movie, I was in college. Yeah, I was in college when I bought my first two movie maniacs. If you guys are fans of those McFarlane toys, they were huge sellers in the early 2000s. Yeah, and Joe, and Joe and I used to go to Sam Goody's and the comic book shop in, yeah, in White in Crow our Comics. Town. Yeah, White Crow Comics. Um, in Rest loving memory of, of Fred Brown. That's right. Fred Brown owned White Crow Comics. And Comic this one too. used to be, uh, and before you tell it, this used to be on that top shelf, right, Joe? Right I, don't above the remember, cash I don't remember where he had it. I never got it. So yeah. you're saying it's a top shelf item? It well, it's an expensive ass item. Mm-hmm. Now it is, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, that's an, this is another three or four hundred dollars. What it is is, and I didn't know it was for Movie Maniacs Four. It was Jaws uh, attacking the orca, and I love this box set. I had I wanted this one and the King Kong one. I have the King Kong one. I don't right. have this one. Uh, guess which one of those is more expensive to buy? Yes, Jaws. the one I don't have, of course. It's the Jaws one. I still have never gotten it. I bought a version. They made a version. And I'll go look at this when one of you all go talk, and I'll bring it back up later. A couple of years ago, That's it's not as close to this. I enjoy it. It's nice. Someone got it for me. But it's the retro character ones, right? I can't remember. I got It's over there on the shelf, Chad. I'll go yeah. get it in a minute. I think I it's retro it or whatever it's called. But anyways, I love the deluxe box set. Of Jaws. If you're a big fan of Jaws, and the other thing that I didn't put on here that I regretted not doing, and I didn't think about it this afternoon, I didn't know when James was going to put on the PowerPoint. Uh, I collect one sheet theatrical movie posters, and we won't go into too much of that and what that means, but the one I don't have still is Jaws. I'd like to have a Jaws, and I had the opportunity to buy one when the economy had collapsed about 12, 13 years ago for a few hundred bucks, and at the time, it was still too much money, but now I should have bought it. Was, it's a good investment. Most of the posters have been decent investments. I've just watched them go up and up and up. They have not really... If it's a genre poster for... for many different horror films but jaws in particular i mean they're these are these are investments man right mm-hmm. yeah i mean it's crazy yeah. how much some of this shit's going on i mean a jaws poster in really good condition run you eight hundred thousand dollars yeah oh yeah 
um, even a half sheet's almost as expensive. And I could go into a whole diatribe about the difference between a one sheet and a half sheet. But anyway, really like to have this Jaws Deluxe box set. If any of you out there are thinking, oh, Joe, he's the cute one. I want to buy that for him. Once again, I would like to have the four or $500 in cash. But if you've got <laughs> to give it to me, I'll take this. This is Oz. And I can't open the damn thing up. I, I love Jaws so much. My son, my son's name's Quentin. I call him Quint. It has nothing to do with Tarantino. It really is Quint uh, from Jaws. All right. Did you add anything about Jaws you want to talk about? No, let's move on. I thought we'll move on to Chad's second pick, which is give you again another idea of what to buy for Chad besides the idiot's guide to sword eating and kerosene drinking. Yeah, so this is my, this is my, well, okay, this is actually the wrong one, when did but it's close out? enough. Um, so I, I assume that because I, I saw some of the images that, and there, 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 are there two of these? There's two. They made so this, them more demonic in this. So, yeah, so this is the mayoral penguin. I actually want the, uh, there's another one that's just the penguin. Uh, so NECA again, um, did one fourth scale images of Danny DeVito as the penguin. And the one that's being displayed here is the mayoral penguin one. Uh, there's actually one that's just the regular penguin. And it's got and a fur coat, right? He's in his big fur coat. It is fantastic. Um, it also he and he can strip his fur coat, and he has that that uh, that uh, onesie that he wears, and he comes with a fish. And, I have eaten fish, right? Yeah, and what was what killed me about this is this one actually on display is 150, uh, but I thought it was way more expensive, and I was half tempted to buy it there, but it's actually a hundred dollars now. The the one that I want which is not that, but at the same time, I'm just like, I just can't force myself to spend that kind of money on a to on an action figure, but I, that's going to get no action. Yeah. And, and the other, the other, the mayoral penguin one, as you can see, it doesn't really look like Danny DeVito. Uh, they did, they did make him look more evil and menacing. He looks demonic, but the other penguin figure that the one that I should, that I didn't realize was not on that link that I sent James and I apologize, James is way more realistic to the actual penguin. Um, and it's just, I, I, every now and then I'll look at it online going, is this the day that I buy it? Um, this is my favorite. This is one of my He's favorite talking things. about death, by the way. Is that no. to do with the <laughs> and just so you know, out of the history of all Batman films, Danny DeVito's the penguin is my favorite villain. Always has been. Um, stay and, in your grave, Cesar Romero, stay in your grave. And you know that I've even, I've, I've even looked for, uh, the, uh, there, you'll see it if you see the movie. There's an Oswald for Mayor poster. It was actually displayed on one of the cups for McDonald's, but it is a cool graphically designed poster, and I've always wanted that for my wall as well. But uh, yeah, this is uh, when they released this a few years ago. I was dead set on getting it, um, but I just can't make myself spend the kind of money that, I, that for that. But um, you can find it at BigBadToys.com. If this is something that interests you, it's only, it's only $99 on that website. Um, but yeah, I was very, very tempted to, to uh, purchase it. So that's my second pick. I just love Danny DeVito and I love the penguin. All right. My second uh, pick, uh, and I'll make fun of myself here. If, if again, if you're looking for somebody for someone or something for someone like me, besides ostrich sausages and ferret burgers, um, it's a great pun, and it's a budget-friendly pun. It's a he's dead Jim phone charger. That's awesome. It writes That's itself, good. folks. 
And so this is made through an Etsy shop. It's made by a Star Trek fan. Uh, if you go to her website, she I think her um, her website uh, or his was I, I didn't research who it was to be honest because I, I just saw this so I'm like oh my god that's that's an easy pun. Um, I think this runs like ten dollars. That being said, a it's a pun, but b um, you can also check out they have tribbles that you can adopt. I think their entire um, uh, th- theme is tribble adoption. Uh, that being said, they have this available. So if you're looking for kind of a a, a lower cost gift for a geek, uh, or you're looking for something for like a secret Santa exchange, why not a, a he's dead Jim phone charger? It's a simple pun that writes itself. It's just a fun gift for for a fan person, a fanboy, fan girl, fan in, fan individual. And so when I saw this, I was like, what a great great idea for a gift list so again nothing so i'm i'm going to get more expensive as the evening goes on but i think this is about 10 bucks if you're looking for again a secret santa geek gift or something i would recommend the he's dead gym phone charger and if you if you are watching this online you can see it but if you're not it's literally an overlay that says he's dead gym on the charger part and then it has two little star trek kind of uh, i guess chibi figures is what those are called that are in the on each of the plugs one looks like mccoy that goes directly into the charger and then there's a dead ensign with the excise that goes into the phone part because that's the part that's dead right so i just i saw this and i was like that's too good not to mention on a holiday gift guide so there you go uh guys you got anything you want to add to this one no i'm buying a shirt on that last place I'm glad we could give Roosevelt some. I just business. blew thirty bucks. Thank you so much, James Thomas. For hey, I, I didn't buy the Ghostbuster shirt you're getting. I bought the the geeky. I actually, one. I, I'm not getting that one. I I haven't ordered it yet. The one but with I Stay saw Puff it. or the one with Slimer Joe. Neither. I saw. They don't have those in my size. I saw that website though, and again, I was saying about my dream gift list or what I would recommend for other geeks. I had to say it. So, hey, Roosevelt's, if you're watching this, yeah, you really now, did. They just got thirty bucks out of them. They got they got to sell. I, maybe maybe Roosevelt's could be our first sponsor. <laughs> Wink. Well, okay, I had to try. It's right, funny. Joe's, uh, yeah. Joe's third pick. Now that he's out thirty bucks, if you're looking to buy something for Joe besides paying for the retainer fee for his lawyer. Here was Joe's third pick, at least in the order that he sent them to me, which we now know <laughs> without the order at all. I've now forgotten what it was. Okay, this is a good one. I, I want to. I tell you, Shout Factory does an amazing job. There's a, there's two companies I want to talk about when it comes to releasing just top notch uh, Blu-rays filled filled with special features. I mean, obviously they're not, they're no uh, criterion, but I don't know that they're going to do a criterion edition of the 13 ghost remake from dark house pictures. What do you guys think? Dark castle. Yeah. That's what I said. Dark, said dark house. I know, I know, I know, I know. Uh, the, the other company, that, the other company is a British company called arrow. They do a really good job too. I have their version of life force, Toby Hooper's life force. So anyway, 13 ghosts is on here at, I love House on Haunted Hill remake. It's one of my favorite remakes we've had. William, um, I forgot the director's name. <laughs> he was a, he was our, no, he was our, holy shit, that is so sad. <laughs> Bill Malone, we've had William Malone on the show. It's, what's funny is his wife's name's Cece, and I was sitting here going, it's Cece's husband. <laughs> I've met them both. 
anyway, Bill has been on the show. He's a great guest, does some great stories. However, 13 Ghosts is not better, but it's a lot of fun. It is. It's so much fun. And it's gory and it's bloody. But the designs on it are so fun. The the 13 Ghosts. I tell you, I I could probably make an argument that I know these were not huge budget films, but gentlemen, do you remember when they used to have budgets? I hate to tell people they don't Bloomhouse does not make movies with budgets, right? They would have never done 13 ghosts. There's too many sets. There's too many makeups. There's too many. It just not would have not have happened. And this was on the other night during Halloween. And I watched the first 10 minutes of it with my kid on AMC and realized I'm a terrible father and turned it off and took him to bed. But I just love this movie. I don't own it. It's a, and, and I just have a gift to shout out to shout factory. They do they worship john carpenter john carpenter if you go to their website has his own little john carpenter films yeah link by the way 13 ghosts though i think is is you're right it's a fun film it's a fun movie it's i do have it over there on the shelf i have the original dvd release which does not have all the features and joe's right if you go to this website look at the features it's got new commentaries yeah it's got new i mean they go back and they get the stories behind some of the 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 stories um shannon elizabeth does a new commentary for this this is on the collector's edition and and it's got all these different things on it i love that movie though because it does much like my earlier star trek phone charger joke there's puns in it that are drone worthy and then there's scenes that are just gory as the day is long what happened to the lawyer he must have split. He split. Uh, yeah, this don't rush out. And if you've never seen 13 Ghosts, see it eventually. It's a lot of fun. It's not a brilliant film. I just like it. I like the art on this particular Blu-ray. And it's um, Shout shout Factory. Do a really good job. Yeah, definitely yeah, check this I say out. There, did I say there was a petting zoo in the basement? No. I said there are ghosts in the basement. Maybe Matthew Lillard's best performance. I, I heard he's not a big fan. But then again, he did wrong, Chad. Matthew Lillard's not a big fan of 13 Ghosts. He didn't bring it up when he was drunk, uh, running was, with the microphone away from Chad. I, dis- I disagree with Joe on uh, I, I, And it's personal feelings aside about how I feel about Matthew Lillard, by the way, it doesn't bother <laughs> me that bad. Uh, I cannot stand him in this movie. Pulls me out of it every day. Really? Yeah, his performance here. He pulls you out me. of it? Yep. Not the nanny? Nope. Him. Huh. Can't stand him. Huh. I think is this like is this like Joe and Dave Coulier? Do we need to do an intervention for you? <laughs> Maybe. All right. All right. Thirteen ghosts. Anything else going on? No. Go. 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 Right. Let's keep it. Chad's third pick once idiot. again. What to buy for someone like Chad, but not for his mirror universe clone, which I'm not even going to try to pronounce. It's just Chad backwards, folks. The Doc. 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 Yeah. So um, I screwed up and then it changed the title. It's okay. And I want, I want, uh, I'm going to point out that I actually, in the information that I sent him, because I checked it, I actually sent him the right link to the right penguin figure. For some reason, he changed it on me. Well, that's the name, James. I, the, I couldn't get an image that we had permission to share. Okay. Fine. No. Um, so, um, that's his story as of now. No, but, uh, to give you a background as my, as a kid, and I'll tell you what this is after, uh, for our podcast listeners. Um, I have always wanted, an arcade, a stand-up arcade machine. I've always wanted one. It's been my child. It's been a lifelong dream of mine to have one of those machines. 
Um, and there's one in particular that I have always wanted. Um, and this is the um, Arcade One Up released a version, um, a an, arca an arcade stand-up uh, of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. And I know I'm putting two Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, uh, pieces of memorabilia into this uh, episode, but this has been like one of those items that I have wanted to have for a long time. And, you know, to give a background story of, uh, I actually went to Rochester for work one, Rochester, New York, uh, for work one time. And um, they have the children's museum there. And inside the children's museum is the toy hall of fame. But um, another section of that is dedicated only to video games. And they have a whole section of stand up arcade machines. And me and my coworker who went on this trip actually saw this uh, machine there. And I missed a whole day's worth of sessions that I was supposed to be going to for work and played this game nonstop. Um, so this- That's not is, at your current job, is it? <laughs> nope. <laughs> and I don't care because even if I was at the old job, I told everybody I did not go to my sessions. I played this game all day <laughs> um, for five cents every single time I died. Um, and it is still one of those amazing, just one of those video games from my childhood that I've always loved. And, uh, this is just one of those things that I've just always, always wanted. And I still haven't made myself buy it because it is more expensive than an actual brand new PlayStation five or an Xbox, um, for, for just one is game. It really? I thought it was yeah. about 250 bucks for this. No, new this one. one's. 400 almost yeah because oh. it comes with two games it's got the original and that's what i wanted to say because they did I that would... with star wars by the way it has all three of them on the stand-up somebody well actually somebody was selling one of these the star wars version of this that they did with the what is it called again with the re it's arcade arcade, one one. arcade. yeah yeah they they the they're selling it for 250 on marketplace yeah uh, i was I've gonna all... say chad one thing though i did appreciate when you you, you mentioned this one when i looked it up and, and got this image off of arcade one up.com um we will tag them later uh that being said i appreciated the fact they used the original cabinet design exactly they did not i, I mean that that april o'neill they use is the april o'neill that they used back in when did this game come out originally 1988 i believe but, it was yeah i was about to say i mean they are using some 1980s styling there yeah, and, and it is, it is an exact replica of the arcade machine that I would go into the, the Frankfurt Winn-Dixie and play while my mom did groceries. So, uh, went groceries. So yeah, it's, it's just one of those iconic things from my childhood that I wish I could, uh, that I want to own more period. But, do you know if they've done an arcade one-up of the Simpsons machine? No, they haven't. Cause that's one that I always wanted. Uh, and I've actually looked at what it would cost for me to get an actual Simpsons machine. Cause they evidently are relatively common. That being said, they're still like 600, 700 bucks. Yeah. Um, and that's for a heavily used one. I By think, the way, I my... think an original one from the 80s I found for this one was actually, uh, I, I saw it for $500, but I have it. A, I'd have to spend $500, and B, I'd have to go to Florida and find a way to bring it back from Florida. Yeah. I was just saying, well, that's my dream. And I've mentioned this before, I think, to both of you all. There was a Star Trek 25th Road anniversary uh, pinball machine that was narrated by James Dewan, Scotty. And I loved it. I used to, uh, Moorhead used to have an arcade um, and I used to go there and play. And they had that pinball machine and I would literally spend any amount of money I could get my hands on to play it, which wasn't too much, to be honest. That being said, 
I loved that uh, pinball machine. Every blue moon, I'll look it up and I think about, oh, if I just stop feeding my children for a month or two, I can swing this. But Johnny Law won't let me. Anyway, but yeah, no, I thought this was cool. And I, Arcade One Up's website, if you check it out, they have a bunch of. I didn't realize how how more vast their catalog has gotten. Yeah, and they're 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 constantly expanding. Um, they have they even have the X Men uh, game from that that same time frame. But no, this is the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Arcade One Up is my one of my dream things to have. All right, All right. shall we move on? Yes, James. So my third pick, uh, besides ointment for all these moose fights, that's a Monty Python reference that I wanted to slip in there. Uh, this one's not budget friendly. I want you all to buy me a flipping DeLorean. Now, this is not me recommending you buy other people a DeLorean. I don't need the pressure, but DeLorean.com is actually the new website. I'm sorry, it's not new. It's the existing website of the DeLorean Motor Company. Yeah. There is still a DeLorean company in, I believe, Texas, and now they've got one in Florida, and their sole purpose is to remachine parts for DeLoreans. Now, they do not make new DeLoreans, but if you have a DeLorean that is missing something or needs heavily repaired, they do that work. And so this is one they actually have for sale right now. Um, again, probably somewhere in the neighborhood of about $40,000. But if you do have an excessive amount of money and you want to give somebody a gift that they will never forget, might I recommend this delorean now james james James, i was gonna say james one time uh we need to to get together and i'll drive you over to one side of our town where there's actually one just sitting there rusting in somebody's driveway (laughs) yeah i mean it's a damn tragedy but in lexington yes Hmm. i this is a true story and and i'll tell you all about it after the show this is much like you were talking about finding a a a sims or i'm sorry a teenage mutant ninja turtle in florida this is a true story. When I was in undergrad, and so I had no money, I was working as an RA, there was somebody that uh, contacted me and said, hey, listen, if you want a DeLorean, there's somebody trying to get rid of one right now. They just want $1,000 for it. And I'm like, ah, it's got to be on fire, right? Something's got to be wrong with it. The guy was getting divorced and wanted it out of his, like he wanted rid of it before his divorce. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, I don't want to nobody gets anything out of this and he just was trying to get rid of it i did not have a thousand dollars so uh and it wasn't it was uh it was not an ideal delorean for me either but i was just like oh that's the only time i will ever hear of a thousand dollar delorean that's not either on fire or you know has severe severe well i have a specific question when it comes to this so do you want the DeLorean or do you want the DeLorean from back to the future? So no, no, I, want, I, I want would don't want a 59 Cadillac ambulance hearse. I mean, it would be okay, yeah. but if I have it, I'm I still going to make it in an Ecto one. Exactly. And that's honestly, that didn't make it. That was the one I didn't put on my list. That's the one like, Chad and J- Chad and I only have like four things in common. And one of those things is we're both of our dream cars is an actual Ecto one. Well, I was about to say, and if you look to the left of the DeLorean in the picture, especially the one with the DMC in the background, you will notice there seems to be a altered DeLorean. I mean, there's a, that's what, yeah, yeah. But that being said, no, I actually, even when I was younger, before I ever saw Back to the Future, when I was a pup, and by that I mean I was probably four or five, my mom tells the story that I saw a DeLorean, and I immediately, like, as a kid went, that's cool. And then when it was Back to the Future, that's probably one of the reasons I gravitate so heavily toward Back to the Future. I liked yeah. the DeLorean when I saw it when I was younger. If I could actually own a DeLorean, 
I would want it to be a DeLorean. I'd want it to be something that would be street. Okay, legal. That, that's everywhere. what I wanted to know. Is I was like, did you yeah. want? Did you want the car? Or do you want the? Yeah. All right. No, no, no. no I now, want to if, if I want if I had if I had enough money to get two, would I absolutely have one that was tricked out with eighty eight miles? Yeah, absolutely. But no, I would actually like to have a DeLorean. I don't know why. It doesn't make any sense. They're not phenomenal cars. No, they were not good cars. That being said, I liked them when I was a kid literally a little kid and and for some reason it's just always been on my bucket list I, to be honest what i probably should do is find one of these places that rent exotic cars drive one around for a day realize i hate it and then never worry about it again that's but, probably true but, but it's still it's, it's a cool one yeah 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 so it's, what the whole I mean, point of this is yeah and so so again actually if you are and i i say it jokingly about giving it as a gift to someone but you really should if you're interested in the history of cars or anything the fact that DeLorean.com is still a company that is repairing and servicing and doing all this stuff. And again, they're in Texas and Florida, I think. Mm-hmm. You should check them out. They're, they're, they're doing interesting work. So that, that's, that's my extreme, extreme gift recommendation for 2020. Come on. Here's right. fourth bit, uh, pick, uh, other than somebody paying his monthly spam bills. Spam, 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 spam. Now, this isn't my pick. So I put it on here because for our audience, and I know we have some horror. Yeah, fans, I was very confused when this came up. I don't want this. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> mind having it. <laughs> but I put it on my list, but please God, no. <laughs> no, no. Well, I when we were having this conversation, when we were talking about earlier, like Chad remembered one thing, I remember one thing, you remember one thing. So actually, I wanted to put a couple of things on here that I don't necessarily want, but I think would be cool for audience if they were were buying gifts for people, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I don't need the Friday the 13th Deluxe from Shout Factory, but I know a lot of people who basically blew, they, they were very excited when they showed up on their door. I saw it on my feed and I know a lot of, we have a lot of people who like Friday the 13th. I'm not a big fan. I've seen yeah. most of the movies, but I, I, we talked to Todd Farmer about this. Todd Farmer wrote my favorite one. And that yeah, doesn't, that, have, that that doesn't that, have Freddy in it. This is the number two thing that me and Joe is we both love Jason X. Yeah, I do. I think it's a lot. It's not a brilliant film. It's, no, it's X just going to give it to you. Fun. Yeah. It's the thing is, is though, it. Chad is, and, and you and I, I would take it. I would watch all of it. It'd be cool. Yeah. But it's not, I'm not going to pay the 150 bucks, but I know a lot of our listeners love Friday the 13th. I was going to say, they there's love been, Jason. So it kind of fluctuates between when they air, put them all on Amazon Prime or when they put them all on like, a, I think it's Netflix. And I'm, I keep telling myself, I am going to watch all of these because I've seen them all. I don't remember a damn thing about any of them other than Jason X and the guy who gets his head knocked off and Jason takes Manhattan. But I just can't make myself, I just never get around to doing it. And I'm just like, what? Yeah, I, man. What is, one of the good things about this uh, is that for years there was on Friday a, the Thirteenth the TV show collection. <laughs> I can't remember if it's part two or three. I think it's part two that people are, and they're going to give me crap about it. That they finally found the unedited version of this on a videotape that the original editor had put on tape because he knew that they were going to have to, and then they had to bake it, remove the negative, and that's what they have on here for the cut scenes because the scenes are lost because they had to cut it down. A lot of these movies got cut, if you don't know this, to make the R rating through the 80s. And right. the this edition actually has that version. And I know people who, who, who were just, they 
heard about this and i can imagine if someone told me that there was a five minute longer evil dead version out there to probably drive me crazy too that i'd want to see it eventually even though it's i know it's in the grand scheme of things but i'm a huge fan so i completely understand that this it is, has to be part two joe i can't imagine them cutting a bunch of stuff from friday the 13th 3d I don't think so. I think it's two. I'm so sorry that two. I don't remember off the top of my head. Has to be two. I'm, but they actually, a lot of these, I think four was also cut. Six was also cut as far as the one that's Carl Buchler, Buchler, I can never say his name correctly, directed. They all had a lot of gore cut out of them or, or quite a bit of gore cut out of them to get that R rating. Right. So this is just for the, for that Friday the 13th fan in your house. I highly recommend this. I know a lot of people have been very happy about it. They, they posted how great this is. So definitely check it out if you're a fan. And if you're a fan, you probably already know about it. I would like to look at some of them. i just not going to pay the 150 bucks for it. Uh, so yes, you're right. It's evidently part two. And just yeah. real quick, if you're wondering what what all was cut, here's some examples that are supposed to be restored: uh, extended blood flow shot from Scott's throat, a, a certain we'll you will use the term a romantic scene between Sandra and Jeff was longer, and it included uh, more full frontal nudity. Yeah. Um, and uh oh and that was evidently that may not have all been restored sorry because it turned out that she was actually underage when they filmed some of that oh right. lovely yeah. well, that wouldn't be the first time some of that had happened yeah so but uh, I, yeah, like i said some serious some fans out there one in particular a lady i remember reading her post about you know she started crying because she for years had wanted to see this and they knew it existed somewhere and then they finally got to so friday the 13th for that jason person in your life Who's next? So I didn't do what Joe just did. So it's this... okay. It's okay. I, I go ahead. No, uh, you spelled treat wrong. If I'm not mistaken. No, no, that no? is how treat is spelled. So, By the way, the joke was, and see, I said that you had to help Joe pay his spam bills. Yeah. You to help Chad pay his treat bills. Chad, see, it's a, James is absolutely uh, correct. That is how treat meat is spelled. Sorry. Yes. Don't don't you try nope, to act like it's no, a treat. Cause no, it, ain't. it ain't that fancy correct way. <laughs> no, no, sir. And no, just, just FYI, treats better than spam. Yep. So I mentioned this on a previous episode, uh, but I would love to have decomposed from the inhumanoids. Another one of those big action figures from the 80s. And I've always thought that this was the epitome of cool childhood 80s action figures. Uh, just because A, it was huge. B, you could remove his, you could open up his ribs to fill the guts inside and you could put action figures inside and he would, they would just stay there. Um, and the skull, uh, head, everything about this figure as a child was the coolest thing that I could oh, imagine. And I, I was going to tell you, Chad, did yeah. you know they did a, they did a anniversary edition recently? Cause no. as, as I was finding images for this, and you should check out the re-release because it looks totally different. It's much darker than even this one. Uh, after after this is over, you need to send me. Uh, we need to. This, I want to send the link to that and see what it looks like. Because I'm. I mean, uh, because and the thing is that this action figure is completely different of how he looks in the cartoon. The cartoon, he is terrifying. Like even the image that James put in this does not capture how terrifying decompose was in the cartoon. And I mean, literally, he would touch people and they would turn into gooey oozing green zombie monsters it was a terrifying cartoon and this was uh just an amazing action figure as a kid i just can't stress enough how much i wanted this and again it goes for 500 on ebay so uh yeah i'm never going to do that 
We'll never say never. I mean, you could somehow. Why is it so expensive? We talked about this in a previous episode, but why? Because they're just so rare. I mean, here's the thing, too. I'm sure you all probably don't go, this doesn't look that cool. But I thought it was, I I still think it's cool looking. They they are big. They are very big. They were not put together. How big are they? uh, 14 or 15. 12 or 14 inches. Oh, yeah. No, it doesn't look 12 or 14 inches. It's no, 14, I think it's cool. I just, I think it's, it's 14 inches. But, uh, curious about his nose. They did not, uh, make them very, uh, they did not last, essentially. Uh, they, sturdy. they break sturdy. They break apart really easily. So, like, you know, for example, the one we had, his guts, uh, in the, in, 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 inside the, the rib cage fell out almost a week after us after us holding him and then the arms fell off and then the legs broke off so it's hard to find these actually still intact and also too they just didn't make a lot of them because of their size and they weren't they didn't sell as well as they should as as well as they wanted so all those combined make it a very rare find right along there with food fighters yeah no he i mean i can remember the cartoon and you're right it was creepy I mean, oh. I just remember him grabbing somebody and putting him in his chest and decomposing, and yeah, yeah. And, and speaking of tagging people, if you're interested in selling or buying food fighters, please see Jared at the Inner Geek in Ashland or Huntington, Kentucky, because he really wants more food fighters. He really wants more food. Who fighters. I, I guarantee he'd buy some in humanoids as well. Now, just to make sure uh, you understand us. Uh, let's make sure we enunciate. Please do not kidnap David Grohl or any of the other Foo Fighters. He is not going to buy those. That's called slavery. Well, so- he, I don't know. You know what? I'm Look. not putting words in Jerry Greer's mouth. Okay. And I'm not, maybe he will. I'm not putting buy- words in second boss's mouth. So I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not putting words in Jared's mouth, but I do want to talk about like, you know, for example, we went, uh, one of our episodes, we went to the inner geek in, in West Virginia and, and met with him for an episode and in his office was a tendril, which a tendril is the sea monster of the inhumanoids. And it was uh, just proving that they're not very well put together. Its head fell off. Its head was uh, removed from its body. It was just laying there in the, in, on top of it. It just came right off. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, just proving that they weren't very well put together. That Chad got to hang out in his office. I did. It was cool. Yeah. Yeah, that warehouse is awesome. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, if you're no, working for weird toys, man. If you're working for weird in a road trip or whatever, definitely go to the Inner Geek in Ashland and Huntington. There, he's got a lot of stuff. Not and not only that, it's like a museum of your childhood. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And if you don't have it, ask for Jared and say this is what I'm looking for, and I guarantee he's probably got it in the back. Or he will make it a mission to find it if you're willing to. That's true. Willing to wait. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So Jared, thanks for being a friend of Joe's and tolerating us. <laughs> no, he's a friend of all yours. Uh, so, so my fourth one. pick. Uh, if, if you're look, want, if anybody wants to pay off my student loans, actually, that's what I really, really want. But that being said, I want this. <laughs> Buy me Man, a proton I pack. One too. I do too. This is so. This is a company. This is actually made by Officine Prop Milano, which is a, a, a Italian prop making company. Yeah. This is one you can buy the Proton Pack from Spirit, and I'm not dissing Spirit. Thank goodness they make one that is more screen accurate than other ones I've seen. That being said, the problem with the Spirit one 
is that it is not to scale if you are, let's say, more than about four foot tall. My son has this, one. Is it my big problem with this is that it's too clean? Yeah, it's a little they clean. They make but, some that are weathered. You but, can ask for them to weather it for you, and they will. But James, real quick about the spirit ones. My my, I got one last year that my son took away from me and plays with. It's just not. It's really not a toy toy. It they're not they're not sturdy. Right. Yeah. Back to what Chad was talking about the the spirit ones are great to hang on a wall or play with a couple of times a year to go to a Halloween party, but yeah. to actually they're not sturdy sturdy. Well, and if I'm not mistaken, because I, I now it's been several years since I threw but when they first came out with them, I own a Ghostbusters costume because yeah. I'm a geek. Uh, and mine actually says Thomas. It's all it, that being said, when I went to try one on, if you look at the way they wear them in the movie and they come up high, that does mm-hmm. not do that. No, no, it's 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 not too it's, it's not, not to scale. Spec. No, it's not. It's not. Um, but these, they're great for 75 bucks or less. It, it, yeah, you yeah. can't beat them. Because this is not seventy five bucks. No. This will set you back. Uh, they they have some cheaper models. I put the one that has all the bells and whistles. You get them for about six hundred in some cases, up to Jeez. ones like this. What is this two? Uh, this is I think eighteen hundred, if I'm not mistaken. I could uh, be that's actually um, not the worst price I've seen on that. I no, would have no, said two K. It's shipped in from Italy. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah, probably why it's more cheaper. That. mm-hmm. That's probably why it's cheaper. Is it's shipped in from Italy? So I I don't know. Where they're getting their parts, nor do I want to know. They're going to make play the music. They can't refuse. Uh, this does all the sound effects. I don't know if it plays the music. What a lot of them are starting to do, though, is to have an MP3 yep. port that you can put it on and hide it in your back so you can trigger up whatever you want. But this one does have the power up sound effects, the kind of quiet running, quote unquote, sound effects, all of that stuff. Um, so, yeah, I, I do have a Ghostbusters, and as we've talked about before, Ghostbusters is one of my all-time favorite things. It's one of the things we all agree on. Yeah, well, it's our favorite. Does it have this? It's all three of our favorite things. Yes, it has that. Uh, it oh. does have the – so that being said, I've always wanted a nice proton pack. It's My wife has even occasionally looked for me one. The ongoing – thing that i always say is of course don't spend that much money for yeah. like that like that's that's once my kids are done with college and i, I and you can just, no longer wear it because you can't don't have the back to do it <laughs> yeah, yeah that's uh that's that maybe maybe or if i win the lottery and i'm like i need to hide some of this money let me put it all in proton pack something i don't it'll have to be something like that it is tremendously cool but I do, I've always wanted one. Uh, so if you do have a diehard fan, there are some that are cheaper. As Joe said, actually, the Spirit one's not bad. As no, Joe the Spirit said, one is the best budget. Mass produced. Proton pack you can get. I am here yeah. to tell you. They're traps, they're goggles, they're PKE meters. Actually, my kid already kind of broke the PKE meter. The lights only kind of, kind of, they're, they're hair lipped on one side. The half <laughs> works now. It, it works fine. It's just the lights just don't quite on the one side <laughs> but the pke meter and the trap are pretty good so are the goggles that they the proton pack is a little but you can't beat the it for the price he no we don't have the walkie-talkie the walkie-talkie by the way the walkie-talkie is also another good and so that's a good thing i, I have this really nice one on the slide but if you are a fan check out the spirit stuff because the walkie-talkie is nice because you hit buttons and you'll uh-huh. get the You'll get the scene where it's like I've been slimed. Where are you? You can you actually get that radio that broadcast, quote unquote, through the yep. walkie-talkie. So Joe's right. Those props for again, a mass-produced, somewhat budget-friendly. Th- yeah, Spirit. Check out Spirit for those. Uh, Two hundred so yeah, bucks. No, you could look really good next Halloween. Yeah, yeah, and that's yep. if you want everything. Yeah. So yep. yeah, yeah. 
Uh, but there are some some of these prop making companies that, especially some of the ones internationally, that may not be as worried about copyright laws because they are doing it overboard. Uh, are, are can that they they're expensive, but you can find some really nice stuff. So that is one thing that I would say as you think about Christmas gift lists. And I do have, if you are watching this on YouTube, you'll see the full link there. You can type it in or whatever. But you can find them on Spirit, uh, spiritcostumes.com or spirit.com. I don't remember which one. Yeah. Um, but anyway, you can check those out. There are some great costumes and great props out there. And if you uh, have if six grand, three of these for the boneheads, we'll take Yeah, them. I mean, we will totally, and, and we'll even give you a shout out. We'll wear them in an episode. We'll have you on an episode. Yeah, that's actually, we can be bribed, it turns yeah, out. Yeah, and one of us will go down on you. I mean, It's going to be Chad. No, 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 with no, that. no. I think no. that's a good idea. I think it's a good idea. Well, it depends <laughs> on it depends on who costs up the money. Just spend a hundred dollars on the the penguin NECA. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I got to be honest. Ten bucks. Um, Ten bucks. All right. <laughs> anyway. Who's next? It's me. But yes, me. yes. So anyway, there, there's a lot of great stuff out there. I use the extreme example, but definitely if you get Ghostbuster fans on your gift list, check some of that stuff out through Spirit as well. This is cool. And and so Joe's fifth pit. Um, other than admission to the annual disease clinic convention, he loves Rabies Con. A couple more classic films and collector editions. I, I put these together, Joe. Now, these two I don't have. And thank you so much for putting them together. I uh, This is more for, uh, let's say, let's say, you know, you have somebody who maybe is in I, your life. I did not know Shout Factory did a Demon Knight. Yeah, they did the Demon Knight and Bordello of Blood. I don't know why. It took me a second to remember Bordello of Blood. I wasn't trying hey, to. I thought you were doing a hey, dramatic listeners. pause. I'm like, uh, no, no, had a stroke. Hey, so listeners, it, watch this. And, of course, we all know Bordello of Blood, the superior film. <laughs> no, it's not. Anyway, it Demon Knight is a fantastic, fun movie that we all three love. But In the Mouth of Madness may very well be Carpenter's last masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Um, I like vampires. I rewatched vampires a couple of months ago. I hadn't seen it in years. But it's, it's not a masterpiece. It's just it, no, no, no. It still holds up, and it's a yeah. still a damn good movie. Yeah. But I think in the mouth of madness may be his last masterpiece. Well, it's 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 mouth the of end has... of his. Real quick, it's the end of his what he could calls his apocalypse trilogy. This Prince of Darkness and the thing that we talked about earlier. Yeah. In the mouth of madness. I, and I haven't, I don't own this yet. I have in Mouth of Madness on DVD. I haven't looked up to see what all the extras are on this. But it's, it's a just, lot. It's I was all, checking it out. It's lovely it's artwork. It's a, it's a beautifully shot movie. It's just mm -hmm. beautiful. Sorry, well, go ahead, James. Oh, well, what I was going to say, in the cast, I, you know, I, I watch it and I loved it. And then I was thinking about the cast on that. Literally, you've got, um, Oh, Jurassic Park guy. Sam, why Neal? Sam, Sam Neal. Neal. It's right thing. there it's on right the there. thing. It's right, it's there. right there. I don't know why. I right under Sam you. And there's a picture of him right here under Jurgen Prochnow. I think that's how you yep. say his name. Look yeah. it up. You're I was going to say, well, and Dasbult. you got Jurgen Prochnow. You've got um, Judge Dredd's. You've what? got, you've. Charlton Heston. Charlton Heston. I'm so, you threw me for a loop. I was about no, to say. I couldn't hear what Chad said. So I was like, what? You've got you Vigo the Destroyer, Vigo the Carpathian, Vigo. You've got John Glover. Is John Glover's in it. in it. That's right. He's got a great cameo. Uh, I mean, and that's it. So you've got so many people where you're going to be sitting there going, oh, it's that guy from that thing. It's it's a lot of fun. It's also creepy as hell. So um, my big complaint about this artwork on these movies is that in the Demon Knight artwork does not look anything like William Sadler. 
Uh, you don't think so? It looks a little. No, like it looks Actually, I don't like... think it looks anything like Jada Pinkett Smith. Uh, she looks more like that than that looks like William Sadler. <laughs> I don't know. I look at that and I think that's William Sadler. I look at that and I don't know that that's Jada Pinkett. Let me let me uh, pull off a Mel Brooks pastiche. Let me send y'all some paper over and y'all can draw better. And that <laughs> is not. And that the other person in that picture, timely reference, looks nothing like Ross Perot. Oh yeah, that would have that would killed twenty years ago. No, yeah, wouldn't even no, killed it is more than ago. twenty, Joe. More than twenty. That's Admiral Stockdale. Right. What? All right. Who am I? Why am I here? It's back to my one of my favorite Mel Brooks insults. Throw the piece of blank page at her. Go fill it. See which is harder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now it's that. Yeah. Um, and but, yeah, I, but no. you're right. No, I love Demonite. I don't own this. I have the I have the original Demonite poster. I'm a big fan of the Crypt Keeper. I have yeah. all, but I don't own this. I don't know why I've never purchased it. I may eventually purchase it. I know I'll eventually get the Mouth of the Madness. But uh, these are once again from Shout Factory. Shout Factory does a great job. Check them out. Thank you. Moving right yeah. along. Shout Factory, by the way, also, and again, if you think about Geek Gifts, check out Shout Factory because they've also, for a long time, they've been the ones preserving and, and keeping um, and releasing Mystery Science Series 2000. Used to, it was Rhino Video, and then Shout took over for Rhino. And so if you're, it's another way to think, check out Shout Factory's website. There are, whatever your film interests are, they have a great catalog of, of films, historic and recent and and collector's editions and all that stuff. So Shout Factory really does deserve a lot of credit for its work releasing things this like this. turning into an ad. No, I, I'm being honest. I, I, no, they Shout do Factory, a good job. They do a good job. Shout Factory, Shout Factory kept, and Arrow are the two I would, I would off the top of my head. Shout Factory kept Mystery Science Series 3000 going for me. I have to give them credit. So Chad's fifth pick uh, for fans like Chad or Chad fans. Chad, so, this I got to give you credit, man. This I looked at this and I was like, man, uh, if I had money. <laughs> yeah. So I, I want to give a background story on this. So this was actually a kind of off the cuff one because, um, I, so a background for me, uh, before I tell you the listeners, what this is, is I will occasionally just for giggles, look up auction prop, uh, films from, uh, props from films auctions that, uh, they have on these and a long time ago. And I was looking for specifically something from who framed Roger rabbit. And, uh, I found on a website that they actually, there's a, there's a, an auction going on right now where you can actually look at the, 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 the prop models for the bullets from Eddie, ha from Eddie's gun, uh, the cartoon bullets, um, that he has. And I was like, this is really cool. So those but, are props before they animated them or animated props. After? I'm sorry. They, they made the models yeah. uh -huh. and then they drew, drew off those models. Oh, okay, cool. Cool. Yeah. Um, but then I stumbled upon this one. And what I, what I sent James was the original prop design for batteries not included. This is the red uh, prototype fix-it model uh, from, uh, and you know, we, we had Mick Garris on the, uh, the, 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 the show and he actually wrote the story for batteries not included, which is one of my childhood, one of my favorite movies from my childhood. And I had to put this on the list because it is so epically freaking cool that this auction site has this, uh, up and it, it uh, right now it's 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 uh, predicted to go for twenty five hundred pounds. I don't know what that is in American. I didn't bother to take a look at it. I think but it's more about than three we'll grand. Pay. Yeah, more than we're probably going to pay. Yeah, um, I, as I just saw this and just this flood of euphoria came in and uh, 
uh, upon me when I just saw this. And I'm like, and they have another one as well. They have the yellow one, uh, but the, the red one is always, uh, it's cooler. And I just had to post it because I just think it's amazing that this stuff is out there and that you can actually bid on it on these websites. So uh, yeah, if you're ever, if you're ever curious, just go look up movie memorabilia auction sites and just be amazed at what you can find. And, and for those listening, this is uh, the image here that is on our slide. If you're listening, you can't see it, obviously. Propstore.com is, yeah. is the auction company that's handling this. So you can go to Propstore.com and see what else they have. But yeah, you, I got to admit, Chad, you got me because I pulled this up and I'm like, I just want to see it. Like, I want to touch yeah. it. And, I just want to grab it. It was it was kind of like when, a, you know, background story of all three of us. Uh, James, it wasn't yours, but it, it was it was Joe's and I's first um con that we ever went to it was a, it was a thing in, in louisville kentucky called wonderfest and we met bob burns there the famous yeah. bob burns and he had the kong uh, the original uh, king kong uh, Arm james was with armature. us yeah, yeah james was with us i know uh, oh yeah but uh you're saying it wasn't my first con. it just wasn't his first it was Joe's oh i first. misunderstood yeah yeah and um we got to hold it and, and mess take with a the picture arms with it and too. take a picture with yeah. it but more importantly i'm i don't even care about the picture the fact that i got to hold the original kong and move its arms and bob, cool. did bob burns say that the smithsonian was after like he, he had said until you know eventually it'll probably end up in the smithsonian but it'll be behind glass well i just yeah i mean i i get what chad's saying but the fact i love that we got a picture with it because now i can show that 40 years from now and i bet there's going to be a geek who's going to fall over dead when he says you got to touch that they actually yeah. let you put your hands on because it was sitting on a damn table yeah, was wasn't, there on, wasn't any security around. Yeah, it was remember, consent, it was, and he wasn't even watching us. He was having a conversation with somebody else while we he were was drinking there. a Pepsi or a Coke, sitting there. And Bob Burns, by the way, if you ever get to meet, he's one of the nicest people ever. I don't think he travels anymore. He's, I think, yeah, he's. What I've he's heard is age has gotten to where he's a hard time traveling. Yeah, but he owns one of the most extensive movie collections of uh, movie memorabilia collections of anyone in the United States, and. Yeah. That armature is just fantastic. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So but we got to we got to play with it, and that was and seeing this and imagining me actually going in there and touching this and holding it in my hand just made me giddy. And I just would love to have one opportunity to. to I would love to go into a prop house and just grab everything just to say that. And I've actually been to a prop house and done that. And and the feelings that I had during that two and a half hours, three hours I was there. Thank you, Michael Moore, for letting me come and do that. Um, is, is, is undescribable. And this is one of those, I, I just was jumping up and down in my seat selling this on online. So there you go. By the, That's way, by the way, real quick, I want to jump back to the Bob Burns story. One of the things that he did say when we were doing it was, uh, I can remember, because I, I, I'll be honest, I was a little bit hesitant to mess with it. And he, he actually said, it's meant to be moved. If it's not moved, it's not doing what it was meant to do. Touch the thing. Yeah. And 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 I think about that for, you know, again, I, I understand preserving things and, and not letting them be. But obviously, King Kong has held up for uh, over, what, almost 90 years? We're looking at 90 years now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, hold on. 80. 80 years. I'm trying to do the math in my head, guys. I'm 80, sorry, but I'd say 40 to come out 40, 41, 37, 30. I'd say, oh, I don't remember. Yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was 30, so I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah, you might be wrong. I, I might, I might be wrong. I can't remember. It's a long damn time, and it looked great. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah, amazing. I mean, obviously, the fake fur is gone as yeah. rotted away, but yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. 
Is that it? My fifth pick. Um, and, And again, uh, sarcastic responses for these slides if anybody wants to send me some of those that would have helped <laughs> i was trying to drag this out a little bit books people i like books and so i wanted to actually say here's a couple books you can pick up for people that i don't care what their tastes are there's uh laurel hightower has been on our show crossroads did get to yep. me uh it's it's an effective little story it's a novella it actually just recently came out in audio book, so check that out. Cody We were not, uh, by the way, we were not asked to read it, even though that I asked to ask to read it. They would not let us perform their, her novella. But let's <laughs> let's uh, let's just talk about if she's listening. Laura Hightower really pretentious, isn't she? Though. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, anybody that wouldn't let three grown men read her Crossroads book and do all oh. the voices, I had the oh. voice down. I was saying, and, and we were going, and Joe had been working on his best Mighty Mouse voice for every character. <laughs> Here I come, come to save, save the, the day. day. No, that's um, Deadly Do Right. What the hell am I doing? Uh, no, I it's Mighty Mouse. Mighty Mouse. Mighty Mouse. Mouse. No, but I'm saying the, the voice I was doing it in was Deadly Do Right. I can't I'll tell the save you. Is it Penelope? Penelope. Penelope uh, no. Yeah. Uh, no, Sweet Nell is Deadly Do Right. I'll save you, Penelope. Yeah. Penelope Pitstop is a whole other can of barbaric yeah. character, Joe. Yeah. Philistine. Holy shit. I excuse the still. Good <laughs> Lord. Uh, uh, so anyway, going back to some books you can consider. Coyote Songs, Gabino Iglesias. I apologize if I mispronounce that. Really should check out Coyote Songs. It is one of the darkest sets of stories I've ever read, and they do interact with one another. I have to say The Essential Ellison, if you've never read any Harlan Ellison, why don't you pick up a book that covers – uh, pretty much his 50 years of his career. It that was looks published, like Willem Dafoe in that book cover, by the way. I'm just saying. It, it was published about, uh, I think, about 15 years before he died because he was active about 65 years as an author. Uh, but it does have I Have No Mouth and I'm a Scream, one of the most common ones. It has a lot of the classic stories. We've had Peter David as, uh, we, we've had Peter David as a guest before, but yep. I do love Howling Mad. Matter of fact, I did a book review for Howling Mad for Bonehead that I was going to upload, and I've never uploaded it. Maybe I should do that. I was actually thinking about that the other day because I sent you that stuff. I was like, did this work? Anyway. Yeah. Um, Ursula Kayla Gwynn's The Ones Who Walk Away from Omelas is one of my – it's a story that is constantly stuck in my head. It is a beautiful, tragic story. Ursula Kayla Gwynn was a phenomenal science fiction author. She passed mm-hmm. away relatively recently. Um Actually, shortly before she passed away, they did a series of interviews with her that were published as Ursula K. Le Guin on writing. Check that book out as well. Um, this is a graphic novel series that I love, but if you haven't read uh, Southern Bastards, don't get attached to any characters in that. But it is spoiler a, alert. Yeah, it is a it's a great read. And then one of mine, and I, somebody told me she recently came out with a new book. But I love Susanna Clark's Johnson Strange and Mister Norrell the love, novel. I love the miniseries. Well, the novel Christy loved is, the miniseries. Is it close to the book, James? Uh, I'll be honest. I've never finished the miniseries because here's the thing about the novel. Now, I, I own 50, the miniseries. 50 on it. Yeah. I, it. I own the miniseries. I need to finish it. It's I well watched acted. the first episode, mm-hmm. and my kids uh, didn't want to finish it. So, And then I've been waiting for some time when they'll be asleep for 18 hours, so I can finish it. Uh, but, that has, but Johnson, Strange, and Mr. Norrell, the reason I love it, it took me a long time to get into it because it has tons of footnotes. Because if it refers to a book of magic by name, like, you know, the blah, 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 whatever, it will do a footnote. 
and it will cite it as if it's an actual book and it will tell the story when it was last seen what rare bookshops may have it and it's all fictionalized but Susanna Clark builds this entire world to where you get to the point because at first I was like do I really need to read that footnote it's nonsense it's a, but by the end you're like well I need to know I need to know and it's something about the the conviction she brings to that world where these footnotes that are really nonsensical, because sometimes they'll give you the history of Napoleon or they'll give you something else. It, it really does add to that world. And I've never seen a book do that. I've read a lot of alternate history books, Harry Turtle Dove, World Britannia is a really good one for that, by the way. But Johnson Strange and Mr. Norell, um, you, it, the novel doesn't work as well for me without that. So I wanted to bring that up. So there's a lot of great books out there and these run a gamut of different topics. Uh, again, from graphic novels, Howling Mad is a kind of horror comedy. Um, Crossroads is a, a horror drama. And Cody Songs looks at everything from racism to, to, um, to just cultural bias, but it's also, there's this horror in the desert. Uh, there is the idea of borders, both map borders, but also the borders of, of humanity and everything. It's a lot packed into, and it basically is following about, uh, and one day we hope to have Gabino on the show, but uh, I'm, I'm going to simplify it. I think it follows like six or seven different stories that end up overlapping, and, and there's hope in there, there's tragedy, and there's, there's just this underfill, undercurrent of horror throughout all of it. It's a phenomenal book. And again, I, I always have to say The Essential Ellison is a great way to pick up a lot of Ellison stories quickly and get some of his great introductions where he's both condescending and, and, and well, he's Ellison. So that was it. Now, I did want to give out a shout and, and uh, uh, to some other things. So maybe none of what we've talked about sets well with you. But um, if, if you're looking for uh, some things that you can do for paranormal giving in other words you got people that are interested in paranormal we we've worked with scarefest before and things like that uh ken boggles Boggles tarot date with ken was relaunched recently it's on viddy space if you go to uh twitter if you're on twitter you can go to at ken boggle and at viddy space to find out more information about that you can read some testimonials about it people do love ken and i'll be honest ken boggle is one of the most yeah. engaging human he beings he is a national treasure even if you don't like him he's still fun <laughs> he well, is I, he is he's fun i like ken it's hard not to like ken he's yeah, very sweet like and he's an asshole all at the same time it's, he's he's a damned rascal is what he is and if, yeah. if he's if he still listens to our show which we don't know if he still does that time he slighted me at the last scare fest hurt my feelings well <laughs> Did you deserve it though? Yeah, I deserved. I just, I kind of did the uh, suck it motion, and he just waved at me and just kept walking. (laughs) Um, he wasn't friendly, huh? (laughs) I don't know what could have triggered that response. I don't know why. I am loving and um, delight. But another thing you can do, as we do look forward to, hey Joe, hold on, Joe. Yes. Uh, I I was going to burp, and it went back down. (laughs) I'm sure our listeners are forever grateful. Keep going, um, James. As, as we do look at perhaps an end to COVID, the other thing you can think about as you're doing your gift giving is to give someone tickets to a convention because those have disappeared for a while. And I know a lot of people that listen to our show, we, we hope, and, but are convention goers. So you can also think about that. Who are some people that maybe you would be buying gifts for that you could give a gift of a convention ticket? 
yeah. uh, things like Scarefest, we hope are coming back. Lexington Comic Con, we've mentioned uh, Jared and, and, and Scarefest that we've been a part of for a while. Brandon and Nicole own Scarefest. Scarefest and Comic-Con, Lexington Comic-Con, will be coming back. You can go on their websites and go ahead and prepay tickets. Even if something gets changed, they will honor those tickets, and you will be able to go when you feel safe and secure, hopefully post-vaccine, about doing this within the next year. And I'm pretty sure there's going to be some news coming out about some dates for both of those conventions, and I think it's going to look pretty good pretty good next year and when you buy the comic-con ticket when you enter jared greer will give each of you his a very special hug (laughs) we we don't have evidence of that but sure sure whatever chad just remember chad's the one that said it when you filed your lawsuit hey guys you guys want to see something funny speaking of covid these are free tickets to lexington comic-con 2020 who wants some (laughs) We have a box here that we're <laughs> going to be giving out that Jared gave us to promote Bonehead because he's a really cool guy like that. He's a, he's a good friend. And we were, hopefully we'll be able to give those out for 2021 later on. I'll let you know as we go. Hopefully those will still be honored. But, yeah, definitely check out uh, those two. Those two are our biggest, biggest supporters. Well, I was going to say, and Frankfurt Con, we should actually mention Frankfurt, Frankfurt Con, Con has done a good job with um, that, too. Uh, we don't know about their timeline, do we, Joe? Do I don't know a damn thing. He okay. I, he posts pictures of his dog and the food he's making somewhere in Canada. Okay. Far mind the owner. Um, so, the and then finally, one other thing we should say, or I did want to mention, is if you're still thinking about you've got a fan boy, fan girl, fan individual out there, that you're trying to buy something for and you're trying to think about we have went a while without conventions maybe you know you're trying to think about how you can connect them to something they love i wanted to mention cameo um cameo has worked with a lot of celebrities from john cleese ernie hudson kevin conroy gilbert godfrey charles fleischer chris sarandon john c mcgill if you go i think they've got six thousand people now and this is a way to pay you you schedule a short conversation or a long one if you're willing to pay for it um but it's just a way to have a, a brief conversation with some uh, with a celebrity or 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 an actor or an author or they've got all different types of people on there they've got political people if you're so inclined though i don't know why you would be that being said it's not mine to say uh so that being said i, I just want to say that i was sitting thinking about you know we have been in a time where we haven't had conventions where we have it's been hard to connect to some things that we really love. So I wanted to mention Cameo can be a, a gift option. By the way, we should say nobody paid us to pick any of this. No, like, and I really want to shout out to Josh Dial, who's from, if you're if you're a Tiger King fan, he did our show. He's also on Cameo if you're a fan of the Tiger King. I'm sorry, I should have put that on there, Joe. That's I, okay. I, I just was thinking, just popped into my head, but yes. So we, we are, again, we got no feedback. Matter of fact, they may... Uh, message us and ask us to take these down and stop referring to them that being said this is stuff that we honestly thought as fanboys fan people that we should at least mention because again the extreme stuff like the DeLorean Motor Company check out their website it's fine so we just wanted to mention this is all done online Cameo is all online this other stuff you can order from Shout Factory directly all of that stuff so this is going to be a different type of holiday season 
All right. If you guys have anything to suggest, is this the bonehead? Yes, this is the end. If you guys got something that you think was great, tweet us, Facebook us, get on there, social media. Really need you all to share us and subscribe and get your friends to subscribe. I'm not going to beat the dead horse. I think we've talked enough and the show's over. But if you can share us and subscribe on your social media, please do so. Yes, well, uh, I will say nothing else. I got nothing. All right, good. All right. Is is Chad still here? Is Chad still alive? He checked out at episode 83 83 did i wake chat up that's okay no all right this has been bonehead see you guys next week Uh-huh.